Good morning, and we welcome back to The Daily Pod, Chuck Dunlap. He is the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation. Good morning to you, Chuck. Good morning. And, of course, the uh, Bar Foundation, along with Indiana Civics Coalition, and took part in a uh, trying to get uh, Indiana youth inv- engaged in the election process. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, how this uh, kind of came about, uh, the uh of course, obvious, the obvious infidence behind it, but uh, how this all, uh, the study came about. Yeah, sure. So we typically every two years, we conduct a study called the Indiana Civic Health Index, which looks at a variety of indicators and metrics and data around um, Indiana and Hoosiers' engagement with, with government, with community, from volunteering to, you know, all sorts of uh, ways that people engage with their community. Um, and one of them, of course, is voting. And so we have traditionally, as a state, not done all that well when compared to other states. Um, and in fact, most recently, in this most recent uh, edition that we just put out recently, uh, we dropped to 50th in the nation. Now, that's out of 51 jurisdictions, including Washington, D.C., but still not exactly where we want to be. And um, so one of the recommendations that we have from this edition of the Civic Health Index is to focus specifically on uh, youth voter registration on a nonpartisan way, um, strictly nonpartisan, but that's an area I think that, that we can certainly improve. Um, and every year there are about, um, I think, 80,000 or so new um, uh, seniors in high school around the state, juniors in high school, there are about 80,000 in each of those classes. So we're going to be having a concerted effort to push uh, for, for registration uh, amongst the uh, youth population around our state and, uh, before the, the election this fall. And as far as uh, where you uh, get some uh, a lot of the information, the uh, review, the data, is it uh, usually from uh, midterm elections? So we get a lot from a variety of sources. But the primary source that we use is the Census Department, the United States Census Bureau, and they conduct a lot of supplemental research around some of these factors and some of these indicators. Um, and so we actually get, and, and it's voting data is somewhat straightforward, but registration data is uh, a little more challenging just because when people move or they don't update their registration uh, address, things like that, they may be in the system more than once. Now, they can only vote once, of course, but the registration rolls might be overinflated. And, and so getting hard data on how many Hoosiers are, are registered um, is a little more, a little less straightforward than you might otherwise think because of those factors. But we, we typically work with the Census Department um, and they conduct a lot of research um, in individual states around, um, you know, polls and interviewing people and talking about their voting habits and, and whether or not they voted and registered and things like that. So we also looked at the Secretary of State's office and, and looked at their data as well. And you mentioned uh, people moving, Chuck. And uh, what about uh, folks who have uh, passed away since the last election? Are, are you running into uh, challenges as far as uh, maybe their names have not been uh, stricken from the uh, voter rolls as of yet? Yeah, that's another area, too. That's right. Um, there are, uh, you know, it's a balance between uh, wanting to make sure people are on the reg if they've registered, that they continue to be registered, but also cleaning up the data on the voter rolls. And um, so that is another area of people who have passed away or no longer uh, or moved out of the state even uh, that may still be on the voter roll. So um, for those reasons, sometimes getting that data an accurate assessment is a little more uh, difficult. But one of the things, and that's why we're focusing on voter registration of, of new, younger voters, because we know that there's a huge population 
especially with the younger 18 to 21 year olds uh, that aren't registered and they've never been registered and obviously you can't vote if you're not registered so that's our main focus and, and one of the fortunate things in Indiana is it's a very easy process that you can do online on your phone uh, to get registered so that's our focus between now and uh, the the uh, cutoff is right is October before the election so between now and October uh, when you have to be registered in order to vote this fall in November uh, that's our focus is the voter outreach and registration and we're speaking with Chuck Dunlap, the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation, his organization, along with the Indiana Civics Coalition, uh, commissioning a uh, civic health index of 2023 to increase the number of Hoosiers registering and voting. And uh, I understand that, uh, Chuck, that this uh, particular uh, report uh, gained a lot of support uh, among state leaders. It did, and we're, we're really fortunate. This is the sixth edition, so we've been doing it for over a decade. And we have had uh, a lot of support from a lot of really, uh, I, I certainly consider them very respected, uh, you know, Hoosier statesmen and women. Um, specifically, uh, Lee Hamilton, former congressman, has been involved with this since the beginning. Uh, former Indiana Chief Justice Randall Shepard continues to be. Uh, former Attorney General Greg Zeller, former Indiana Attorney General Greg Zeller, uh, has been involved with this and, and also supports this. And uh, former Governor and former Purdue President Mitch Daniels also had a, had a quote for our press release where we were uh, enlisting some of his thoughts about voting and, and how Hoosiers can be engaged as well. So we're really happy to have those, what I consider sort of, you know, luminaries with the uh, Indiana um, uh, civic life uh, involved to support this. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Chuck Dunlap, the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation, right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with Chuck Dunlap. He is the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation. Again, his organization and the Indiana Civics Coalition commissioned the uh, 2023 Indiana Civic Health Index to increase the number of Hoosiers registering and voting, and uh, in particular with a uh, special uh, emphasis on uh, Indiana youth voting and the importance of educating young people and getting them into uh, registering and so forth. And again, this is a uh, every other year type of thing. And uh, um, as far as uh, some of the other things are concerned, Chuck, as far as uh, the challenge uh, remaining and as far as participating in the election process, and uh, uh, what are some other uh, stats that you got, or at least some other uh, data that uh, has uh, come out of uh, this particular uh, survey? Yeah, so there are some areas that Indiana has done well in, um, as compared to other states and, and some trends that are increasing, uh, engagement with public officials um, and the idea of communicating on um, uh, topics of, of interest within your community, within, you know, on online, um, some of those indicators are, are, are positive. Um, philanthropic support, you know, um, being a you know, charitable contribution, those are also other metrics that we look at. Many of those are, are trending uh, in the right direction. Um, what, again, the, the, the biggest challenge has been voting, and so that gets a lot of the attention. 
But we have some other real, I would say, bright spots in Indiana, civic health and civic life, um, and specifically around civic education. Uh, for, so for, for some folks that may not know, Indiana is now one of seven states in the country that now has a full semester of uh, civics that's offered uh, in middle school. Um, and so that started in January just last month in Indiana, sixth grade. Uh, so around the state, in schools around the state, there's now a new sixth grade civics course that's a full semester. Uh, so having time in the schools to learn more about civics and civic engagement and understanding, you know, local government, state government, federal government, and, and how it plays a role, we think also will then impact, um, in a, it's kind of a long game, but impact the ability to be an engaged and informed citizen and inclu- increase the voting turnout as well. And that's uh, interesting that you uh, mentioned uh, civics, Chuck, the fact that, uh, of course, Indiana did uh, put that in the curriculum for the middle schoolers. And, of course, that's a constant complaint that it seems like you hear, uh, uh, not so much uh, here in Indiana, but uh, around the country, the fact that uh, civics are not uh, taught as much as they are. Yeah, and that's been a challenge, quite honestly, because there, there's only so many hours and minutes in the day, the school day, and there's a lot of things to, to sort of you know address and get in there. And um, unfortunately, we've seen civics education sort of lose ground on the amount of time that it has been devoted to it in the school day. Uh, and I think, frankly, we've seen some of the results of that in the long-term uh, health, the civic health of our, our state and our country. Uh, and so at least we're really excited about the opportunity it's the beginning of the of the you know opportunity to have that full semester of sixth grade civics, uh, so we're we're anticipating over time that that will start to show some results and, and turn some of these trends around. Uh, and the other thing that we're excited about because it's a brand new course, and uh, you know the the teachers are are in need of resources. Uh, at the Indiana Bar Foundation, we we recently uh, issued a uh, I call it a class in a box, but it's basically. We took all the Indiana standards for this new sixth grade civics class and worked with teachers and educators to design specific resources for them uh, to teach during the course of this new semester course. So it's everything from, you know, PowerPoint presentations to vocabulary lists to assessments to uh, all kinds of things that the teachers can just use and integrate into their class. And one last resource that I think uh, we're excited about that we just issued last week is uh, we, we partnered with the Indiana Chamber of Commerce to release a, a, a new publication called This Is Your Indiana Government. Uh, it's available on our website for free for download, but it talks about state and local government, which a lot of people don't really have a good idea of how it operates and how it works, but it's one of the most important factors in people's daily lives and impacts us the most, uh, more so even in the federal government. So we wanted to make sure the teachers had those resources as well, and, and not just for teachers, uh, anybody who's interested in that can use it. And uh, again, it's free and accessible on our website. As uh, former uh, Speaker of the House, Tip O'Neill said, uh, famously said, uh, all politics is local. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. As we continue our uh, visit with Chuck Dunlap, he is the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation. All right. Uh, so, uh, Chuck, you've got the uh, report, the uh, data in hand and uh, all the numbers. Uh, where do we go from here? Well, you know, and that's the question that we're almost always asked after we put out a report. Uh, so what do we do about this? How do we not be 50th anymore? How do we improve these things? And I think there's some short-term goals, which is what we're focused on right now, which is registering young adults, young Hoosiers who are eligible to vote for the first time, potentially. 
Uh, and that's the, the sort of short game. And we have the opportunity to focus on this and to bring attention to this in a presidential election year, which gets a lot more attention typically around voting than, than some others, uh, some other years when, when there isn't a national election. So we're, we're trying to take advantage of that and use the tools that exist within Indiana. Um, you know, it, it's easy to register. Like I said, you go to you go you get a QR code and you go to the, the Secretary of State's webpage and you uh, do it on your phone. You can do it on a computer. You can do it in a lot of different ways. Uh, it takes just a few minutes. And if you have a driver's license or a state-issued ID, that's pretty much all you need. Um, so that's the short-term goal. The long-term goal, one of the things we've looked at in the past editions of the Civic Health Index is policy area decisions around voting. And the top 10 states that are consistently around the top 10 have additional things that you can do from a policy perspective to increase voting uh, registration and participation and try to take some of the burden off of that. Um, and that could be same-day registration. It could be, uh, you know, voting uh, uh, areas that are, are broader than just the precinct that you're voting, you know, voting centers. There's a lot of different things that you can do. And so that's more of the longer-term game is to look at are there things that we can do as a state around policy that make it easier for people to vote, make it more accessible. Um, and, and, and also, again, I mentioned the civic education, tying in the importance and understanding why it's important to vote. Again, all of this in a nonpartisan way um, is another part of the long sort of education uh, plan that we have. And it, it has been shown that the higher your quality of civic education, the more active and engaged and likely you are to vote. And uh, Chuck, a little bit about uh, your organization as we uh, shift gears a little bit. Uh, can you give us a snapshot of the uh, Indiana Bar Foundation and uh, what exactly uh, what, uh, folks you know, what you folks do there at the uh, Bar Foundation? Yeah, happy to. So Indiana Bar Foundation, we are the sister of the Indiana State Bar Association. So we do outreach and philanthropic uh, efforts around civic education, uh, obviously, which is what we're talking about today as well as civil legal assistance for low-income Hoosiers that may not be able to afford an attorney. Uh, we work with a lot of legal aid organizations. Um, and on that side of our mission, we, we recently have um, 150 legal information kiosks that we've deployed around the state, probably one in your, at least one in your community at the local library or courthouse. Mm -hmm. um, and we have other resources along those lines. And then on the civic side, we have uh, a lot of civic education programming, uh, high school mock trial. In fact, I'll be in Evansville this weekend. We're, we're having a, a competition there. Um, and we also have the We the People, the Citizen in the Constitution program, which is a civic education program that, that schools can do and participate in. And if anybody is interested in any of those resources and, and uh, opportunities, uh, please feel free to look us up on the web. Our, our web address is um, inbarfoundation.org, inbarfoundation.org. And uh, shoot us an email and let us know if we can help to support you and your local community and your local school district. All right. Well, Chuck Dunlap, president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation, some uh, good information there. And uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well and safe travels to Evansville this weekend. And uh, hopefully uh, we can speak to you again sometime down the road. I'd love it. And thanks so much for your time and interest. It's really uh, been a pleasure and enjoyed the conversation.